Today on the Tim Manor Podcast Show for the fourth time, I've got Ryan Standish. Every time he comes on, he's got a new job title, even though we don't believe in titles. General Manager of Image Group. Ancestry now as well. What? Oh, we've got, we're bringing two more businesses together now, mate. How, how has this happened? How have you become the general manager? <laughs> Do they actually know you at all? Have they even watched these podcasts? They've not, they've not found me out yet. <laughs> <laughs> mate, buzzing. Yeah, so... Buzzing? Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely buzzing. 100%. Imposter syndrome kicked in at any point where you're thinking... Every fucking day. Does it? <laughs> Do you know what? It's funny... It's funny you've just said that because a really good friend of mine asked me exactly the same question only two weeks ago. So my new job hadn't been announced at work. Obviously, I knew that it was coming, but I'd been asked just to keep it under the radar so it could be announced properly in the business. Um, And I was having a coffee with my mate and his wife, and I was telling him about what had been going on and stuff. And and Carrie kind of sat back and went... Do you never get imposter syndrome, you? And I was like, well, yeah. Every single day without fail. Without fail. Constantly. Whether it's at Image, Sestrian, Service Graphics, whether it's at Love, coming on this podcast, I think, why does he fucking want me on here? Every single day. How do you deal with that? What kind of words do you have on yourself to kind of... Do you know what? There's a couple of things for me. I I used to be petrified of looking stupid. Yeah. And I think if you can figure out ways to shake that off, the imposter syndrome comes down. Mm. So the best way for me to get over imposter syndrome is ask questions and not be scared of looking stupid. Because the reality is, like my role now, so responsible for the two businesses on the one side. Now, I'm working with some people in that business that have been in the print and display industry longer than I've been fucking working. So they've forgotten more than I will probably ever know about production or process or materials or kit or whatever. But what I'll never do is pretend that I'm on the same level as them because then you, you you end up backing yourself into a corner or you create a persona that further down the line will get found out and then you will look fucking stupid. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So if I don't know what something is, I'll ask a question. I had it with um, one of our senior account managers. He's been there forever and I, I kept hearing this term being banded around in the business. He looks after um, Sestrian, the Sestrian side of business. He looks after the biggest client that Sestrian have got. And he kept talking about this HD plus, HD plus this and HD plus that and we need to do this and we've got 10,000 of them. And So I was sat having a, a one-to-one with him just last week. So I said to him, I've got a question for you. What the fuck is a HD plus? <laughs> And he did exactly what you did. And I was like, I I, I keep hearing people talk about it, but I don't know what it is. And he told me what it is. And I was like, all right, okay, cool. What is it? It's like, um, it's a big, uh, God, fucking hell, what's the name of them now? You know, like you see the big advertisement boards? Yeah. It's them. Right. Yeah, them. Mad that, isn't it? Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. So I've literally seen, I I must have walked past millions of them in my lifetime. See them every day in my life. But it's just that bit of terminology I wasn't familiar with. But this is something that will, you know, leave his lips 500 times a day. General so, manager. What yeah. is that? What is? What does that mean? General manager. Well, I guess it's... What did they say to you? Standish, listen. Do you know what? Good job, mate. It, uh, it's a funny one. Look, I, I, I don't want to go too much into the whole backstory of of the, the previous owners and all that stuff because yeah. you know the, the message out to my new team is we need to forget all of that and start to look forward now clean slate fresh start all that so we started well we, we joined image group joined a, a wider organization just before christmas after us all being made 
redundant from the previous yeah. group. So fighting tooth and nail to try and keep some kind of uh, chunks of the business together, some of the people together to make sure we were continuing to look after our clients and deliver what we'd promised to deliver, etc. all that good stuff kind of on the run up to Christmas. So we managed to do that in various different forms, relocated to a new site, joined a wider business, um, and like I say, start, started fresh. So uh, a handful of people uh, came to work with me on the run up to Christmas with a, a second handful after Christmas. Um, and then we've managed to bring a couple of other key people as well from the previous group into different roles within the organization. So we've got about 15 or 16 in total that, you know, over the last sort of two and a bit months have come over into to various different positions. You're still sales director at that point. I'm still sales director at this point, yeah. So came back after Christmas. Um, I was actually just, I was actually leaving to head up to, Love on a Wednesday night um, and a couple of the senior guys asked me to just bob into the boardroom before I left. So I was thinking they were going to ask me about, you know, what's happening with that client or this. Are or, you at that point, are you thinking, I don't know if we've had a conversation, but are you thinking you might get being get looked over a little bit at that point? You, oh, I, there, was, I, there was a little bit of me thought. You kind of. They're, they're going to go, well, we've got, we've already got two sales directors there, we've got an MD there, sorry mate, thanks for bringing X, Y and Z, thanks for all your hard work, but see you later. don't need you, yeah, I definitely thought of that, yeah, yeah, so I was asked to just quite casually bob into a, just literally like this, in a little little boardroom at the back of the office, um, and one of them said to me, look, I think we need to, we need to have like a, a single point of contact on this site that's responsible for everybody and everything um so everybody's got somebody they can go to somebody they can yeah. kind of ask and you know whatever would you be interested in doing it and i was like fucking right i'd be interested in doing it that was the you know that would be the na next natural step for me from sales director in terms of you know growth in my career yeah um so I said, yeah, absolutely, yeah, I'd love that. So we spent a bit of time talking to various different people in the business. Did they tell you why they chose you to do that? Um, well, a, you know, a little bit. It, it was a very, I think historically it's been a very operationally focused business, yeah. which it's very easy to get lost in the mire of production and equipment and kit and all that stuff. And I think to have a successful business, you kind of need, you need that to be solid. And we've got some amazing people, some brilliantly talented people to do that. But then you need to trade that off with, you know, some, some giddiness, some sales, some excitement, culture. some urgency, yeah, some yeah. culture. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think they kind of, well, I'd like to think they may be seeing how, you know, operate, we right. operate as a team and as a as a business and kind of gone right well let's give them a punt at it and now do they do they see the value in culture a hundred percent so um look again I'm, i don't want to you know talk too much yeah. shit but if you look at that business there's a team of people in there that over the last 18 months um just been fucking kicked to death been sold twice people have left people have gone suppliers have lost relationships with suppliers you know some clients have got you know fed up with things being late or not quite right or whatever so over that 18 month period yeah you know people have got tired you know what i mean kind of resenting and, yeah, yeah and it it's tough, isn't it, when that resentment kicks in, like yeah. you're working your ass off and you're expecting people to recognise and you deserve, mm. you know, a pat on the back. Like. Mate, there's a, there's a name for it. It's called compassion fatigue. Never heard of it. Fuck, here we go again. <laughs> Let's talk. Talk to me, Standish. So it's called compassion fatigue. It's, it's exactly what it is. You get tired of being compassionate. So... A lot of the time it can be, it's like a form of, it's like a form of stress. 
So if every time me and you have a conversation, you just offload all your shit on me and woe is me, this isn't fair, fuck all that. Oh, wow. Over a period of time, I'm like, okay, now. And it, you know, the first couple of times we have a conversation, it might be, do you want comfort or solutions? Like we said last time. But if that carries on and on and on and on and on, you get to a point where you're like, you'll ring me and I'll be like, oh, fucking hell. And it's because you're tired. I'm tired of being compassionate and it's starting to affect me negatively. So that compassion fatigue, you can apply it to, or for me, you can apply it to anything. So if you're working in a business, like you say, doesn't, doesn't, it can be any business, you believe through and through, you're working your bollocks off, trying your best, trying to do a great job every day and come in, you know, energized and positive and, and wanting to do well, but all you get is kicked or let down or looked over or yeah. it, it, that compassion wears thin and you get to the point where, like, what's the fucking point? What's the point? And then I think that's where it starts tiptoeing into this quiet quitting that, have you heard that term recently? No, 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 no. So I've seen quite a bit of it at the minute. So the, mainly, mainly, yeah, I'd say probably since COVID. So this quiet quitting is where people don't actually quit and leave the job because they're nervous about the market or... So they've mentally checked out what they're not so telling. They've, men they've mentally checked out. So they come in and they do the bare minimum. 8.59 as I call them. So you're in at 8.59 yeah, yeah. and you back out the door. They're basically turning up, not showing up. Correct. Right. And it all feeds into that. But this compassion fatigue, I think, is quite important because um, it can affect, like you asked me about imposter syndrome. I think it can tiptoe into that. Yeah. If you're, you know, fed up doing what you're doing and sick of feeling like you're not getting anywhere and nothing's happening and kind of sat there like should I should I be here am I the right person for this job you start to it's, and it breeds this whole like yeah and then it only takes outside everything is going look standish fucking I think they're looking over you pal people like fucking giving you that side of you and then you start questioning yourself yeah more. why has he got that job yeah, and you've not yeah, why yeah, is yeah. that why yeah. are we not producing that job here over. now why? yeah I don't think I think they think that you're not good enough correct why are we not producing that job here anymore why is that being produced up there yeah do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, again, it, it, you know, all all feeding into these negative emotions, negative feelings, negative energy, then leads into your negative self-talk. I'm shit at what I do. Shouldn't be doing that. I'm shit at what I do. Yeah. Then does that feed into your waking up in the morning feeling shit so you don't go to the gym what's so you point, feel shitter yeah, yeah, yeah. what's the point of getting up you don't go to the gym so well not been the gym match get a takeaway feel shitter and before you know it you're in this mad Whoa. vicious circle of yeah. I don't like my job I don't like my life I don't like myself but fuck me and this is what I'll be focusing on with, with our people next level aren't you aren't you next level <laughs> aren't you I'm not doing four times for a laugh Standish yeah, yeah. see I mean even that you can't even fucking take the compliment can you you can't even take the fucking compliment <laughs> fucking hell it's, just, it's, just, it's interesting though mate because it's alright to take it on board though isn't it it's alright to take a compliment on board yeah of course it you is you are amazing yeah aren't you I appreciate that I appreciate that <laughs> just say yes you couldn't <laughs> <laughs> No, it's it, beautiful, mate. Honestly, the way you think is fucking amazing. What, 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 a lot Those of... people who you're going to be general managing, <laughs> right, are uh, going to be very, very lucky to have you as their leader, mate. That's a really nice um, thing for you to say. I, I think it's um, it's very important. You know, it, um, it trickles down from the top and whatever that is. It can be positive. It can, like, you can re-energise people just with your words, can't you? Mm -hmm. But it's... It's... it's brilliant and terrible at the same time mm. so when i'm looking at our business now we have got some unbelievable people working there yeah mega skill set mega experience do you know what i mean know what they're doing mm. could do the job fucking standing on their head i show but if they don't feel valued but if they don't feel like yeah. they're part of something bigger or they don't see there's a bit of a plan or yeah. 
see that people actually yeah. give a fuck about them, yeah. we're just going to be heads down. Yeah, we're just going to turn up and just yeah. do the bare minimum. Yeah, yeah. So it's interesting because for anybody that's had a, a new leader come into a new leader, yeah. come into a business that they don't know, maybe they've come from a different industry, maybe they've not. Yeah. Especially when you're going into a business that's been... You know, I don't want to say distressed. It's a bit extreme that, but where the culture's been below where it yeah, should, yeah, 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 yeah. and you drop this person in, and yeah. you know, you're always going to get Who's this dickhead. dickhead. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think it puts almost puts me in a bit of a unique position with our guys now because we've gone through the same thing. Yeah, you've gone through that shared experience, that turbulent yeah. time together. Well. W- Listen, we, we talked about serendipitous happenstance last time. Yeah. Sestrian yeah. was part of the previous group that I got made redundant from in December. That's mad, isn't it? So we brought the two businesses yeah. back together again that operate completely different ways, look after completely different clients, producing very much the same products, but in different volumes. So it's a real nice blend of everything coming together so every the, the bones are there for a fucking unbelievable business we've just got a little bit of work to do to get everybody back on board because they've been fucking kicked to death and that's what my aim is to get everybody back on board and do you need that from a sort of like brand standpoint and a business standpoint we get everybody together and look this is our vision moving forward so th- this is what we are going to be doing bearing in mind i've been in this position for a week and two days. So I'm off, and I said right at the very start to our group sales director, group MD, my first port of call is the people. People. Because the business doesn't function without them in it. So we, that's where I've got to start. What do you do? How do you start something like that? So I, I, I um, reached out to everybody at the start and said, look, I'm going to be booking 30 minutes in with you all individually. How many people are there? Forty something. So forty people, forty different personality types, yeah. understanding who they are and how they need communicating. Yeah. Did you see that thing that we did the other day, the colour intuitive testing? I did. I did really see it. Interesting I've, I've done mate. something similar before. Yeah. Yeah. This uh, disc profiling I did, which sounds like it's very yeah, similar. Yeah, yeah. Really good. Um, but no, this is more because you know. Uh, I can't be this general manager that looks at a spreadsheet of names and job titles. At, like, I want to know who I'm working with. Yeah. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to know what your fucking favourite colour is. I want to know what you put on Spotify when your fucking world's falling apart. Do, do you know what I mean? What do you mean by that? I don't. I don't want. The, I don't want. The, Why did you choose Spotify then? What music? Yeah. What music? What music do you listen to when you? fucking world's falling apart I don't want the superficial I want to understand what makes you get up at four o'clock in the morning to be on site at five o'clock I want to know what gets you up in the morning why why do you come here what what do you do it for what do you do at the weekend do you know what I mean yeah I'm not asked about yeah the superficial stuff you know you all these you know I, I, it's a family business bollocks it's not a family there is no such thing as a family business anybody says it, it's a family business what that means is we're going to have really high expectations of you and you can't fucking say a word about it you just got to get on with it because we're a family it's bullshit businesses should be like a sports team where everybody's got their individual responsibility and you've got somebody that is holding people accountable we're holding other we're holding each other accountable but we're a sports team, we win together, lose together. It's not a fucking family business. Bullshit. Yeah, the team thing was really good, wasn't it? Mm. There's a captain on there, there's people that play at the back, there's people up front, you play Correct. the strength and the weaknesses, Correct. but we also play together as a team. Well, we said last time, it's like, you know, going back to tribal times, mm. if every person was a hunter, you'd have loads of food, but you'd have nowhere to fucking cook it or sleep. Mm. You need a builder, you need a hunter, you need a cook, you need... Do, do you know what I mean? you've heard the same before too many chiefs or too many chefs or fucking whatever so how can I be in a position as general manager to make 
decisions about our business if I don't know our people? You can't, can you? Not, not um, honestly, you can't. So that's why I want time with everybody. So I've committed to, we did our first one on Friday actually, pulling the shutters down meeting, I call it. So Friday afternoon, it's optional. So I invite the whole business to come into the boardroom, excuse me, and we just do a little bit of a download of what's happening, what's going on, what, where are we making progress, what challenges have we got, etc. Come and have a beer, soft drink, you know, chuck some pizza in every now and again, whatever. How often do you do something like that? I'm going to do it every week, every Friday. Why but every week? Because we've got so much going on at the minute. Yeah. There's a lot to update on. And it's just a chance for everybody. Mm. I want them to feel part of it because, you know, you see it a lot of business, you see all these little side room meetings happening and people coming on site that you don't recognise and then they're in with this person for half a day and then they disappear again and it, it just creates this yeah, 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 yeah. oh god are, yeah. We get, are we getting fucking sold again yeah. oh is this that oh what's that whereas I, I don't I do not operate like that I probably if you ask some of my my previous bosses they'd probably say I overshare but I don't I don't think you can overshare I think there's some things you have to you know be mindful of and mm. some things you have to you know if you've got shareholders etc you've you, you know you've got to be careful with that stuff yeah, yeah. but anything that you know directly affects the performance of the business and yeah. therefore the people in it i believe we, yeah we, we started doing it once a month now um, only recently to be honest because i feel that we've had a lot of changes and stuff that we sit down and last friday of every month we go right okay this is what our target's been for the month this is what we got on. Everybody goes through what where the favourite piece of work was, that yeah, favourite client was, and what we're grateful for in that month and yeah. stuff like that. So everybody kind of knows because obviously me and guys are doing meetings, someone else is doing. But like you know, Sean and Charlotte are down in there. They're not. You know what I mean? I want mm. everybody to understand what's kind of going on. So let me ask you a question then. You yeah. get to that Friday yeah. and you say, right, everybody. You know, you do all the good stuff, favourite project, this, mm. you know, ultimately that has to result in a level of performance to make the business successful, yeah, yeah, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. So how do you handle it if the business hasn't performed where it needs to? Um, it's interesting you say this because we've just had it. Lee and I were a bit opposing with it because Lee said, well, if they don't know, if we think they've not done well, which we've, you know, for the past five months is like we've, we've not really hit target. Um, he says, well, people might leave. But I don't agree with that. I feel that we go through these times together mm. and isn't it exciting when we've succeeded our our target. So last time we put it up, it's like we've not hit target. And I'm like, let's fucking do this together. Yeah. Yeah. And how do you plan that out? Uh, we just do like a document and we kind of go through everything from consultations to branding work to websites mm. and, and, and stuff like that. And what do you do? Do you look at where the gap was and... Yeah, we. I mean, we've we've looked at our communication levels with our clients, to be honest, and and we nice. all kind of go, where do you think it's followed down? Because when I do consultations, people usually get a quote, and then it's Betty following up where really it should be me. And everyone was like, why aren't we doing that? It's like, yeah, that's how you communicate as a team. Mm -hmm. So we, from doing that conversation, or Charles says, Charles say something that I've never thought about. Yeah, and that's what it was, and we're all nice. kind of we're on this fucking together, man, aren't we? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And well, it's, exactly what you're saying. It's not about pointing fingers. Do yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's about, shit. you know, looking yeah, at yeah, yeah. where the gap is. What can we do differently? Yeah. Is it something we can influence individually or yeah. as a, you know, a, a separate team? Is it something we need to look mm. at as a business? You know, it, it might be, I'll give you an example. We're in the middle of building a new website for Image Group. Yeah. Now, our web leads have dropped off a cliff. So when we're looking at numbers, I mean, thankfully the team is continuing to deliver where they should be, but then at some point that lack of web leads is going to catch us up. So yeah. we'll put we'll put plans in place yeah. to make sure that's yeah. ready by this time so it influences the number yeah, when it yeah, needs. Yeah, yeah, do, yeah, do you yeah. see what it's I mean? It's kind of the same thing that we do, mate, yeah. to be honest. Um, you know, would I say that we've strategically done it? No, has it just happened by fucking happenstance? But it's under, it's understanding, isn't it? it yeah. You know, missing a target shouldn't be a fucking surprise on the last day of the yeah, month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if we're monitoring that throughout the month, yeah. you know, if I, 
our, I don't know, you know, basics, if our straight line projection is 50% to what our target yeah, should be, yeah. then what yeah. are we doing now to yeah. try and make that deficit smaller? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, it's, but everybody it's needs been, to be involved. It's been such a little shift, mate, right, from me just sending a video on Instagram to them that the shift just happened. Yeah. But we've, we've made that decision as a team. And it's Brilliant. just, it, it's just kind of, whoosh, like, just yeah. like changed it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I said to the guys on Friday, you know, the, these, this pulling the shutters down, it's not, you know, it's not a compulsory thing. I'm not going to demand that everybody comes. If you mm. take value from the session and you want to understand what's going on, you know, mm. if the guys in the office want to understand what's going on in production and vice versa or... Why did, why did you make it an, um, a voluntary thing and not like, come on, let's all get together? What was your thought on... Because I want, I want them to make that decision for themselves. It's, you know, if, if you're interested in what we're doing as a business, come and find out. If you're not, that's fine too. It's hard, I just think, I don't know, again, I'd be kind of, not forcing people to say, look, you, everybody needs to get in this, just just for them well, couple of weeks. I, I like, don't know if people have got, still got that resentment and a little bit of the, the compassion fatigue that they go, I'm not fucking turning up to this again. Yeah, but... That's then down to me to make sure I'm giving value in that meeting. Yeah. Now I'm confident that I will deliver some value in that meeting and that people will continue to come every week. If And then they'll tell someone else, oh, you need to come fucking meeting, you need to come It's that ambient effect we spoke right. about last time. Whereas if I just walked in and sat and said, right, our target is X, we've done X, yeah. Y. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not what it's for. You know what? That is such a small part of what we do. I'm glad you said that because it's like we 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 do that bit, and then just fucking skip on. Mm. And then the triangles are the best website that she's done. Who's the best client? You know what I mean? It's, yeah. It's that kind of bit. But the question should be, Charlotte, if you you know, I love that you're so passionate about that project. Yeah. How do you think we get more of them? And ask Charlotte. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, I could I could speak to them and see if I could get a referral. I could, you know. If that website was done for a particular industry, are there other businesses in that industry that have got a shit website that we can reach out to and mm. say, look, just wanted to give you a heads up, we've just done this for such a body. Should we be having a conversation with you? Mm. Because what that does is it gives Charlotte a pile of projects that she's deeply passionate about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Instead million, of just working that. on things yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. just come in. Yeah. I think what it does, it just helps, like what you said before about people to show up, not just turn up. I don't, I, don't, I don't want people just to turn up. I mean, there's going to be days you need to turn up because you're getting thin or, you know, like things happen, but like in the majority of the time, like people to show up and kind of go, yeah. I fucking love this, what I'm working on. Yeah. yeah. And we'll, we'll do some of that in ours on a Friday. Yeah. But, you know, for now, we've got, you know, we're changing systems, we're building websites, we're, you know, we've changed some of the structure of who's responsible for what. We've we've got some new people in production. We've built a joinery department in the back of the factory. We've built a welding department in the back of the factory. So you, everybody's seeing all this movement and hearing all the noise. And I want people to know what the banging is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. How are you going to... There's a lot of responsibility this, mate. It's a hell it? of a lot, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can see the shift in you. Like, you've always talked like this anyway, but now it's your job to do it. Mm. There's kind of that, now that fucking Andy Press, because you're like, at the moment you were doing it from behind the mm. thing, now it's your kind of job. Yeah. And you've got to kind of own that now, haven't you? Yeah. I can, I can sort well, of I'm, like feel I'm it. I'm ultimately responsible for the performance of the two businesses together. Yeah. Which is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do you worm? How are you gonna sort of like manage? What's what? what how many hours is something like? Do you have to sort of? Well, that's ultimately that's down. It's down to me to manage my time effectively. Yeah. So it 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 could very easily become a job that is it could consume you. Yeah, very very easily, very easily. But I think, well, you not manage that though, don't you? I think so. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. There's been a couple of nights already where I've kind of got home at night and I'm like fucking hell that was a that was a bit of a mega day yeah. you know not negatively just like pfft. but I think that's why it, it it's so important to get this culture bit right at the start get the right systems in get the right people in the right seats mm. 
you know, so it is going to be hectic and chaotic, I'd say, for probably till the end of the financial year. But, you know, the work we do now is what will set us up right, you know, for the future. What's the biggest thing that you've learned from this? What's the thing that you've been sort of like toying with the most in your head? Um, do you remember we spoke about the change curve a while ago? Yeah. So I've been thinking about that a lot this last couple of weeks. Yeah. Because... Just explain the change curve for anybody who's not um, not heard it before. So, it, it, well, it is exactly what it says. It's a, it's a curve that... Uh, almost enables you to understand where people are as we go through a change, whether it is in business, in a relationship, you know, it could be changing a system in here where, you know, the top is denial. Yeah. It's not going to fucking work. I'm not interested, not yeah. having it, you know, through to acceptance yeah. on the other side, right, let's get on with it. So there's some stages along that change curve that will be, you know, um, exploration right well all right well let's see if it works then well i'll i'll see but yeah, i'm, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah, committing yeah. kind of yeah, thing yeah, do you know yeah, what yeah, i mean yeah. there, might be, it, yeah. there might be a brick wall where you try it for the first time and it fails and then you might be thinking well i fucking told you it was bullshit whereas actually yeah we, we need to try figure out the changes we need to make try again etc etc and it's just about kind of looking at where People are on, on this that spectrum. On this, like you said, they're like drop a new leader in. Some people are going to be like, "Yeah, fucking buzzing," or then there's other people Correct. really resistant Correct. to it. Now, the really important thing with it is, it's not up to me to go right. Well, Tim is in denial, so I'm going to hammer him until he gets to acceptance. That's not what it's for. It's a tool to enable both of us to understand where we are and provide an environment that you could potentially move along yeah. that curve. Because you might, you, you know, if we're working together, you might be fucking lying in the sand. Yeah. No, not happening, not doing it, I'm leaving. Do, do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, And you're right, you know, I've had a couple of conversations where, you know, one or two have come to me after I've reached out to everybody and said, fucking hell, like, we've not had a one-to-one -one for... I haven't had a one-to-one -one for 10 years. Like, it's great that you're coming in and you're going to listen to us and, you know, which is, it's nice. But now I've got to make sure that after them conversations that... Actions are in place. Well, this is the action versus yeah, yeah, motion yeah. again, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... He's not just fucking talking. Well, the, mo the motion is great. I'm booking one-to-ones. I'm sitting down with people. I'm understanding personalities. That's great. But if nothing comes out the back of it, they're going to go, he's just another dickhead. So I've got to make sure that I'm pulling all this information together these thoughts together and doing something with it which i've you know committed to the business that i will do so yeah what we were talking about before change the change curve. Curve. you know well, you, you was i was asking what your sort of biggest thing was right that you've had to... so um one of the th or one of the ways that we've always when i say we i mean image group this is pre kind of joining yeah. the businesses yeah. joining the businesses together one of the biggest and most successful things we do is we say yes and figure it out later so if a customer comes to us and says i want a life-size cardboard tractor for an exhibition we've got a fucking brilliant idea leave it with us and we'll figure it out is that so a good or a bad thing? That's a good thing. Well, yeah. for, to me, that's a good thing. Yeah. Look, it, there are extreme versions of it. If somebody came in and said, Tim, I want you to build me Facebook and I've got a budget of 100 quid, you're not going to fucking say yes to that. Do, do, do you see yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if somebody comes in with a brilliant idea, yeah. then we will 100% explore the art of the possible. Mm -hmm. So, yes, we'll come back to you. Now, we might try and figure it out and go, yeah, we can do it, but it's going to cost you you know, a million quid, it wouldn't, but we'll always say yes and then try and figure it out. What I found this last couple of weeks is that, almost, and it's probably the compassion fatigue kicking in, that's been the, the biggest learning curve for me is understanding 
where people's yeses are because there's been a couple of things come in it's been like oh that looks a bit scary oh i'm not sure about that oh that's a bit big and it's like well right we need to get this business so the people kind of are in the sales point like you're saying yeah we can kind of do that but the people underneath them like you've not talked to us about this no it's no it's not so much that this is this is um inquiries coming in oh god that looks a bit right which which we're changing it already like within a week we're changing it because we need to like i said to you before we need to forget everything that's gone on in the past and focus on moving forward and what we're going to be doing in the future Mm. and saying yes to things and figuring it out is the right way to do that obviously it brings revenue into the business it encourages different departments to work together. to work together and you know even from well, I suppose it might be a bit fluffy but it, even some of the guys in production if they're seeing these exciting projects come through the factory it's like fucking hell I've been studying you know printing this and printing that for however long and now we're getting to do this and we're building this and wrapping this and do, you know what I mean so it starts to create that bit of a buzz of yeah, yeah. we've got some fucking sexy stuff coming through here yeah. you know what I mean yeah so that's it but it's understanding number one why we feel like that number two how do we get over it number three let's get on with it let's get on with it mm. how do you change that in someone then that's so resistant to that who's on the back end of that change curve do you know what mate a lot it's not it's not resistance it's 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 almost like um, it's almost like a learned behaviour you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not our bag that. Yeah. Yes, it fucking is. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it, it again, it's a mixture of compassion fatigue, engagement. You know. Yeah. Urgency. Yeah. Comfort urgency. zone. I'm like, I don't want to get out of yeah, this. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Because I failed before, and all that that feels like when I failed. Correct. So this is where I think my role becomes really important because. I need to be able to show my team what our new art of the possible is. The new art of the possible. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, I said to a couple of them just last Friday, I'm not prepared to be a business that treads water or washes its face is one of the other sayings you hear a lot. Washes its face? Yeah. What do you mean? So... A, a, a business that just about washes its face is right. a, a business that just about breaks even. Right, okay. I don't want that. I want fucking bold and big and I want an environment where people are fucking buzzing to come to work. You know what I mean? It's not always going to be like that, but you know, if you imagine, if you imagine like a, a neutral level of engagement, mm. yeah. Mm. If you're down here in terms of engagement, you've got a hell of a long way to go to be on the plus side of engagement. Do you see what I mean? So it's harder. Whereas if everybody's engaged, it's a bit easier to get to that plus side of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, it it comes back to this negative self-talk stuff. I had a conversation with my daughter. So 15, year 10 at high school. Mm. She tells herself all the time, I hate school, don't like it. And she, she does. She's super intelligent, really creative, really articulate, lovely person to be around. But because she continually Say, tells yeah, herself yeah, yeah, yeah. she hates school, she's pissed off before she's even got there. Yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Selling her body hates yeah. school like, because she's been programming herself to hate school. Correct. And whether it, on that change curve, yeah. If you're in denial, I fucking hate school, or I hate my job, or I hate my wife, I hate my husband. Yeah. If you're not willing to explore that and understand why, mm. you know, the, look, it might be that even after some exploration, you still fucking hate your husband. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah, they're on another change curve. For them, yeah, yeah, they're on another one. But if you constantly tell yourself something, mm. you, you will just believe it. 
You can talk yourself into anything. Yeah. Literally talk yourself into anything. Yeah, the stories we make up in our minds. Absolutely. How many times have we said it before? You tell a kid he's stupid every day, he's going to grow up thinking he's stupid. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You tell, you tell your partner they're ugly every day, yeah. they are going to believe that they're ugly. How many times have you put someone on and gone, I feel a bit fat in this, and somebody will go, what are you talking about? Looks lovely. But you've convinced yourself. Yeah. And this is what we've got to snap out of. Not just, look, coming off piece. Well, we're not coming off piece. We're fully on piece. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we've got some of that at work. It's everywhere. Everywhere. Absolutely. It's rife, isn't it? It's we like a it disease. On, we had it Saturday morning, I love. Yeah. Talk to me about that, mate. That was beautiful, that. Didn't it? I don't know if I should. <laughs> um, I do. Um, I just think it's very powerful. I think, for me, it, it shows testament, because I stood back like, and I saw this beautiful girl come up to you and say something to you, and I could see that she's plucked up the courage to come and talk to you to let you know something. I was like... <laughs> so we we have um, a WhatsApp group that's got all of the members in mm -hmm. from Love. And there's all sorts of good stuff goes on in there. You know, people put stuff in about what's coming up in classes. They share recipes. They, it, it, like one of the, one of the ladies... Uh, Jane got bit by a dog the other day and she's put this, I'm going to have to cancel the class because I've cut my hand and blah, blah. So there's lo loads of stuff goes on in there. So it's really supportive, really engaging, you know. Some people pluck up the courage to say, you know, I'm feeling a bit shit at the minute and everybody will jump on them. I'll meet you for a coffee. We'll go to the gym to get, so it's fan It's a brilliant group. Beautiful. Every now and again, one or two, there'll be, some negative, some negative shit talk, um, you know, yeah. feeling a bit fat, feeling a bit unfit, you, you know, whatever. Yeah. Now, if I'm honest, a lot of the time when, when people poke fun at themselves, yeah, it's almost like they're doing it because in their head they think, if I say it before somebody else says it, then it won't hurt me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So if I get it in first, yeah. even if somebody says it then, I've already said it. Yeah. It's yeah, a bit yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. But that negative self-talk, you keep fucking saying it to yourself and you you will convince yourself that, you know, I've, I've got big ears, I've got a big nose, I've got a fucking big chin, I've got a fat belly, I've got, you know, whatever. You keep saying it and you, you're not shaking it off. Do you know what I mean? So this one in particular person put something in that was, you know, yeah. I won't say what it is, but it was, it was basically yeah. like, you know, slagging themselves off. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'll just put a little put comment. Putting themselves down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just put a little comment underneath. P.S. Don't ever fucking talk shit about yourself in front of me, is what I said on the message. That was it. So she came to the class, worked her fucking ass off yeah. the whole class. That's it, and then came back in at the end, she was like, thanks, thanks for not killing me. <laughs> I'll give her a big hug. And I was like, just, you smashed it. Just stop fucking talking shit about yourself. Yeah. And don't do it in front of me. And she was like, thanks, thanks, thanks. I'll see you next week. <laughs> Beautiful, isn't it? But this is what everyone does. Yeah. Look, I, I, just, I do it. Like, ages ago, it's funny this, right? I got absolutely done. I was out with the lads having a few beers and all, you know, like you do, band, everyone's taking the piss out of each other. One of them says to me, could be worse, I could look like Richard from Guess Who. Dumb me in front of the whole table. <laughs> Which dusted. <laughs> busted, I it? thought it was hilarious, by the way. Yeah. Now I'll do that. So every now and again, like when I, when I reached out to everybody at work, I said, for anybody that doesn't know who I am, yeah. I'm the gobshite that looks like Richard from Guess Who. <laughs> So I'll just get it in, you know, just yeah, for the good, because good. I think it's funny, yeah, 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 yeah. and it's that's the same, you know. Subconsciously, it's hard though, mate, because it's like, how do you cipher? Look, you're confident in your own skin. You can do that to somebody doing it as a defense mechanism. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, I, people have introduced themselves to me before and gone, look, just before we start talking, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I've got whatever. Yeah, like, right? What's that fucking matter? Mm. <laughs> 
you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's obviously on their mind and they're getting it in because they want to get it in first. Yeah. And you just don't need to do that around me. Or in... Or anybody. No. No. I don't even know how we got onto that. I don't know. I just think it's the negative self-talk, mate. You know, it's like, you know, like you're saying to get on the change curve and stuff, you, you're telling stories in your head. You're mm. like, you, you're giving this, fuck knows how many times, like, I mean, I mean, my side, your side, and the truth sits in the middle somewhere. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll tell you a bit more of this story to this new job. Definitely oversharing this, but I think it's quite important. So I had the initial conversation about the role, said yes, I want to do it. Yeah. Had another couple of chats after that. And, you know, I took it as it's happening. But there were some other things in terms, because there was a couple of other people moving around. So yeah, yeah. it was kind of the three of us that were kind of being promoted. All of those promotions had to happen for it all to work. Do you see what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it took a little bit longer from me saying yes to the announcement. So uh, I work with a brilliant guy now, a guy called Steve Morgan. He's our new ops director. So Steve looks after a number of sites in the UK. He's like, a, you know, operations and production support yeah. and massive job. Brilliant lad he is. He's a scouser, but we'll let him off. Um, so Steve's ringing me, he's going, hey, is it sorted yet? I'm like, no, not heard anything. Fuck it out. You know, he's got a couple of days later, right, you sorted now? No, no, I've not heard anything yet. So this went on for a little bit. So talking about creating your own narrative, then I start. I started panicking. I was thinking, fuck it now. Here we go. Here we go. So rang the group sales director, I was like, What's going on here? Like, um, is it happening? Is it not? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's happening. It's happening. It, it, you know, we'll, I'll talk to you end of the week or whatever it was. Right, okay. So I'm like, here we go again. Deep breath. Yeah, it's all good. It's happening because at this point, nobody knew either. Yeah. So I'm observing all these things in the business that I'm thinking, well, that needs yeah. to be a focus, and I want to change that, and I want to do, yeah. I want to talk to this person. But you're and just I living in limbo. I've, that's exactly what it was yeah. completely in limbo it's nobody's fault they're just there was a lot of moving parts to yeah, yeah. it happening you know what I mean yeah so then this one Friday a couple of weeks ago on the Friday just had a random meeting dropping me diary for Monday Um, you know cat, new structure catch up or whatever you know whatever it was called I was what, like what are you thinking? oh fuck me but because I'd right I'd created this what, whole what story. What story you created in your mind? So I'd created this story in my head that it's all gone quiet. Yeah. So what my bosses had done is kind of gone. That guy from Guess Who? He's gone. Yeah, might have to, yeah. We'll just fuck him off, and we'll get <laughs> he can do it or she can do it. Yeah. Do, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sat there thinking I'm going to get the bullet here. And I'm obviously brand new into this business, so they were, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. so I'm sat there, I'm thinking, I'm done here. I, I was, I'd literally convinced myself that I was going to get potted on the Monday, but then I was thinking... Are you telling Lynn's this? Are you, t are you telling her what's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you? Yeah. What's she saying to you? She was like, you, you, you're up. being ridiculous, yeah. 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 Um, but this is what happens when... In any situation, if you perceive the communication to not be where it should be, you just create your own narrative and it is never fucking positive, ever. Ever. So I'm gets this meeting invite on the Friday and I was like, oh, fuck me. But then I'm thinking, well, surely if they were going to pop me, they'd just <laughs> pop me today. Just like, oh, wouldn't let me have the weekend. Let's have another conversation. What do you think of this, Standish? Well, Standish, I think yeah. I think you suck ass. Yeah. <laughs> so I, just, I thought I, I can't go into the weekend over overthinking yeah, yeah, yeah. it. So I just I just rang my boss and I was like, look, this is where this is where my head's going with it. And he he, he laughed. He literally laughed at me on the phone. So I, I, I was when he laughed. Yeah. I was so fucking relieved. Like, yeah. Because he literally, he literally laughed and went, 
you're going fucking nowhere, mate, is what he said to me. And I was like, fucking thank God for that. And then we had the conversation on Monday. We got announced on Thursday. Powerful, mate, that, isn't it? Mm. Eh? Having conversations. But, but this, up, yeah. this is exactly why I want to sit down with every member of staff. This is exactly why yeah. I want to get as many people together as possible on Friday. Because that lack of communication from me to my team could result in them thinking... Oh, wait a are we getting shut down? Are we, di- well, are we, we this? start looking for something else. I'm just going to turn up. I'm not going to show up here. Yeah. It's like yeah. So I, I sat down with, like I say, I won't, I won't name any names, but I sat down with probably our most senior account manager. Looks after the biggest account we've got with Sestrian. And I sat down with him on Friday, and he said, "Look, I'll be honest with you." He said, "I'm nervous that the image group coming in here is just going to push Sestrian out." That's what he said to me, like this, across the table. And it couldn't be further from the truth. But because that conversation hadn't happened yeah. till that point, that's the narrative that was created. Yeah. So I sat with him on Friday and said, look, Sestrian as a standalone business on this site doesn't work. Image Group as a standalone business on this site doesn't work. Them two fucking businesses together now that is a special fucking business that will work. You know what I mean? What was he like at the end of it? Was he buzzing? Oh, I'd like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I wouldn't say buzzing, but I, I would say he probably felt a little bit more informed, which not everybody needs energising. They just need informing. So they know where they stand. There's nothing worse than not knowing where you stand. You know what I mean? You've been there though, haven't you? Oh, a million times. A million times. When we were going through this whole process at the last place, like I got to the point where I would rather somebody just came to me and said, you ain't got a job, go on. Yeah, at least you know. But uh, Because at least I would have known what was like, going get on. Get on with shit. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why, again, you know, like we said, we are, as adults, we're the version of the adult we needed when we were younger. I think that doesn't just apply to when you're a kid. Because you'll always be the adult you needed at that point. Do you know what I mean? And as a leader, you, you yeah. are that person for them yeah. as well, aren't you? Because obviously they've got their own shit going on. Their little fucking version of themselves is coming up, I'm not good enough and stuff like that. And you just have a conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. Look, he might have walked out of that meeting on Friday and thought, right, well, I'm happy I've got a job. I'm happy I've, yeah. ans- I've had some questions answered. And if, if that's all people need, then great. But if you want more, then let's talk about it. Yeah. I bet he lived, didn't leave buzzing, but I think he, I reckon he went home and started getting buzzed. I didn't think he'd want to let his emotions out. I don't know why he said that, but I feel like... Yeah. Well, it's like I had another guy come to me after I'd reached out to everybody... And he said to me, he said, I'm, I'm, he said, I'm really, I'm, I'm really happy you've taken over. He said, it sounds like we're going to, like, we're going to get somewhere this time. And, you know, yeah. you wanted to talk to people and sit down with people, like, it's great that. And then, well, then straight away he's like, well, I'm not fucking blowing smoke up your ass." But I didn't think he was for a second, but just that is enough for me to go, we're doing the right things here. You know what I mean? Yeah. How often, I mean, we talked about your spidey senses before, like, have you been able to sort of like hone them more that you can read people's energy across the meetings and stuff like that? I, I think so, yeah. I, I think so, yeah. There's some people I, I, I can't, but I think that's on them, not me. Yeah. Yeah. But I think you do. It's it's practice, isn't it? And the more you can be in a situation or an environment, the I more experience you I don't think everyone's got it, mate. I just think, you know, you've got a sort of like natural gift mm. for that, haven't you? Like, I don't know if you call it claircognizance or something. You can yeah. feel people's energy and you kind Poss- of know. Possibly, yeah. Yeah. It's useful. Yeah. But it's also sometimes can be a hindrance, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because <laughs> you get that sort of compassionate fatigue with it because mm-hmm. you, you give too much sometimes to somebody. Yeah. You lend an ear too much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The people thing's always been um, a 
thing with me. I think it's just like like what we said before. I think you know we both had like trauma, and I know it needs to be you know fending my own. You know, in that playground, what it feels like to be, and you can just carry on that through. I don't. I feel to myself it was there something before that that I've always been a people person. Mm. When from ever since I was born, that I'm a people person. Yeah, possibly. But I listened to a podcast not that long ago that was um, it was saying about how. Or a comedian, it, it, I might be getting too crossed over here, it might be two separate podcasts, but on one of these podcasts, one person said, um, this comedian said, all comedians are depressed. So the stand-up and stuff is a way of masking their depression. But then on the second one, interestingly, it was a different comedian, but the same podcaster said, is it true that all comedians are depressed? And he went, no, it's bullshit. What is true is the parents of all comedians were depressed. So they've grown up trying to entertain and cheer up and make people smile and laugh and found that they're good at it. Fucking hell. So I was like, whoa. You know what I mean? Yeah, if you would ask that other comedian, I reckon that he would have been, yeah, you probably would have. Yeah, you've actually, you've fucking got me there. Yeah, yeah. So that's how they've grown up, trying to make mummy feel better. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're like, fucking hell. Fuck that, yeah, you've got to dig deep to fucking find yeah. that answer, haven't you? Why did you get a bit upset before? I could tell. Um, I think it was that, that ladies thing in that group, I think. It really triggered me a little bit. I don't know why. And she came up to you and I was just like... I felt like she... In that group, she's got no one around her. <laughs> she has but within that group that's you know she kind of communicated and I was just like fucking hell what powerful thing it is to just kind of put a message in like I wish I would have had that just to say look I'm feeling a bit fucking shite even, even having the balls to put it in do you know what I mean yeah Balls that in it yeah. to put that in. Of course it is. Uh, but to have someone like you in your life, mate, she just kind of comes up. I don't know what it was, I just stood there, watched her come up to you, and I was like, fucking hell, something. I could feel the energy with you both. And Do I you want like, to tell you something even madder? That's the first time I've ever seen her face to face. Mad, that ain't it? It's first, first time she's ever been in my class. Seen her in the group and whatever. Yeah. Which, not been in my class before. Never met her face to face before. I just fucking, it, it just amazes me that place, mate. Don't it? Mm-hmm. It just amazes me. And the, the connection you have with people amazes me. It's like, I watch you going round. I know it sounds a little bit fucking weird, like, just like, not pedo, you're out, but I, I just kind of. <laughs> fucking hell, mate. No, he's all right. The fucking guy from Guess Who's done well for himself. <laughs> <laughs> But you, like when you're walking around and stuff, mate, the energy that you got and the shift that you're making people, I'm like, fucking hell. It's so powerful. So powerful. Like I said, I've not like got you on here for a fucking four times for a laugh. Like, I know <laughs> what you do for people. And it's important for me to have it on to mm. another person to watch his podcast and just change the perspective on life. Yeah. Powerful, Some, innit? Somebody, um, somebody again said to me not that long ago, you're not a normal director, you, are you? And I was a bit like, I didn't know whether to take it, take it as a compliment or like, you know, it's just, she's calling me fucking unprofessional here. So, do you know what I mean? And I said, oh, I said, no, I don't think I am. No, I said, but what, why, what makes you say that? And she said, it's just, she said, it's refreshing just having somebody normal. But this new business that we've now become a part of, this wider group, there's loads of us loads of us do you, you know what I mean yeah. I had a conversation with our group sales director and he's like South African guy guy called Tristan he's a fucking brilliant guy and he said uh, he said you know what I love he said we've got a real nice mix of um, really experienced senior leaders but then we've got a real good bunch of new upcoming senior leaders with different perspectives bringing a different energy and yeah, yeah, all yeah. of that coming together as part of the wider yeah. group is like 
So it's mega to be a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's been a mad couple of months. <laughs> like absolutely fucking bonkers couple of months. Yeah. And that that will continue for the next one or two, I think, as well. But I'm here for it. What's on your mind now? We've lost you. I feel like we've lost you. Um, I don't know, mate. I just think the, um, you know, that, that thing with, it was such a, I don't know why it was such a moment for me. You know, you've asked me that question, why are you upset? It probably I would have gone and sort of deciphered it and d- and asked myself some questions, but you asking me then has actually quite sort of hit me and when she kind of came up to me, up to you, I, I kind of realised the type of friendship mean you've got, um, the person that you are, you know, it's weird, isn't it? Anytime you go to a podcast, I don't talk to you beforehand because I'm like, Standish, fucking stop talking to me because we're not going to, you well, know what I mean? Your, your personality towards mm. me completely changes. I'd say probably the yeah. week before, yeah. or at least if I see you a couple of days before, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like you're a naughty schoolboy. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> stop fucking talking to me, man. Um, it was when I got here this morning, Betty was like, oh, you're a little bit early. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I just, I wanted to come and say hello to Will and everyone, Gav. <laughs> and uh, she, she, dis- she disappeared off and she came back and she went, um, I've just spoke to Tim. He said he will come down, but he's not coming down yet because he don't want you to talk to him. <laughs> but what, what was funny was I was actually having the same conversation with Will about it <laughs> I was like he won't come down because he, he don't want us to talk about anything in case we step on the podcast isn't it mad because we always talk like it's me and you anyway like, don't we when we see each other and I always you know get great sort of insights into stuff that I've never even thought about um, it's just it's so powerful mate I fucking honestly I do so so love talking to you I really I love do, coming mate. on mate it's yeah. brilliant um, let's wrap it up that was a very quick hour, that. But uh, We've done an hour there. I don't know. It's just like... It's fucking really touched me, that, mate. It's really touched me. Really touched me. So I just... Honestly, mate, I think we're... Whether it's love, whether it's here... Yeah. Whether it's where I work, none of it functions without the people in it. Yeah. So if you're not looking after them, somebody else will. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So we, we, we've got to make sure they, our people feel part of something, they feel yeah. they're on a bit of a journey going somewhere, yeah. they can see, you know, potential and progress, whether that's, you know, upward mobility for themselves or personal growth or responsibility or money, whatever, whatever it is, mm. work-wise, there's got to be a bit of something. What, is, call it Witham, don't they? What's in it for me? I don't know. Witham, yeah. With them. What's in it for me? What's in it for me? Fuck. And don't it's that what's in it for me isn't always a pay rise or a you know a nicer company car. Sometimes it's more flexible hours. Sometimes it's you know more flexible weeks. Sometimes it's I don't know a, a fucking new computer for a designer or do you know what I mean? It doesn't. Yeah. It's not always about a pay rise. It's yeah. about what's my next Yeah, and it weird. I mean, in my head, I went really negative with that. What's in it for me? I was like, no, it, it, it can be something for them. It doesn't have to be negative, but, that does but it? This, but this is the problem. That, that Your reaction there yeah. is exactly why some businesses have a poor culture. Yeah. Because if you work for an organisation, it is not all about the business. It's got to align with your values or you're never going to wake up buzzing to turn up. Mm-hmm. You're never going to show up, you're going to turn up, sorry. Yeah. Whereas if you work in a business that recognises the value you bring to the table, puts plans in place to help you develop that value and utilise it to the best of your ability and to assist the business, everyone's happy. Yeah. If you just go in... And it's all about the business, not about you. Nobody cares. You get on with it. We only care. We only care about the bottom line. Mm. That's when your culture falls apart. Yeah. Because nobody's part of anything. Yeah. 
You just... It's how I just do that, mate, because obviously I've had people in the business that have got this, what do we call it, negative with them, where it's what's in it for me is like, fucking, do you know what I mean? They're just thinking oh, about you... themselves and oh, not, not doing it as a big part of the team where they've done that and then shit on us and then you kind of, that with them has now traumatised me where I've got a negative thing yeah. with the with them where like Char- Charlotte and Charlotte need a new Mac at the minute. And I fucking, I'm doing everything I can to get these, yeah. these new map for them. But I've still got this negative thing. What's in it for me? What the fuck? What's in it for you? I'm fucking drafting my ass off to get you fucking... And you're saying, what's in it for you? Yeah, but, all right. So what about then, on the last Friday of February, Yeah. you said to Sean and Charlotte, mm. right, I'm going to go and buy, or let's do a deal. If you yeah. know how much them max are going to cost you or whatever. Yeah. And you say, right... In March, yeah. you bring me two projects in or we get to this number or we get this X number of new, or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. intensivise it. Yeah, yeah. Because then they're not just waiting on you to buy a Mac. Everybody's part of that process then. Yeah, yeah. Right, so Sean and Charlotte, what can we do? Right, well, if you do yeah, that and yeah. I do this and we'll get that and we'll ring them and we'll contact yeah. them and, right, Tim, here's our plan. Execute that, it's two Macs coming. Do, do, do you see what I mean? You can do it that way. And it pulls everybody in, you know. Mm. Yeah. Everything I do just come from fucking tr- little Tim being traumatised and fucking not getting the fucking shit you deserved and stuff. Yeah. It fucking comes up as a fucking grown man. You're just like... Of course it does. Constantly fucking saying just... But you can you right. can change that narrative for yourself. Yeah, that pattern. Yeah. Yeah. You know... It, What's the saying now? If you if you don't change it, you're choosing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to fucking choose that. Well, then change it. Don't. <laughs> don't. Do you see? Yeah, it's there. It's in, you see what I mean? Yeah. It's instilled in my mind that now. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Brilliant. Little cry. Little laugh, yeah. So it's a isn't it? <laughs> I have to get number five, but get a fucking number five, but Standish, I fucking love you. Thanks for listening, everybody. Goodbye. you with the best? you with the best? you with the best? you with the best?